drink beer, think beer. You're listening to Broodlands. Alcohol is the anesthesia by which we endure the operation of life. That from George Bernard Shaw, famous Irish playwright. Happy St. Patrick's Day to ye. Was he super Irish like that? Super Irish. Yeah, okay. Yes, I'm going to hop in my... Don't you know? I'm going to hop in my uh, Wayback Machine that only goes back to uh, George Bernard Shaw. <laughs> locates him in history. That's its only purpose. Is that, like, what, 30 years ago or something? Uh, I believe it was the mid-1800s. Oh, okay. So, like, 30 years ago. Irish playwright. Happy St. Patrick's Day to ye. It's basically like the 90s. The, out there in the Prue, uh, the Prue Bloods landed to all of our B1s, 2s, and 3s. And the Prue land. And the Prue land. Whatever that means, but yes. Uh, today, we are not at a pub for once. We are actually enjoying the... Uh, back garden of Dustin's house, the luxurious estate. <laughs> the, I'm the dilapidated deck. The oh, fence whatever. is falling the, apart. Please, please do not denigrate your yard. I'm watching now <laughs> as your team of hounds are luxuriating in the fountains, uh, panting away. They've been playing a rousing game of fetch. They I'm have. watching here as uh, your manservants, who you forced to dress up as leprechauns today, uh, you're making them non-potatoes as they scrub your collection of erotic statues from French well, artists. That was a special Pierre release. Pierre. It's a special day, so they had to dress up. Uh, well, know? of course. You, yeah. yeah, you made them wear like just the most stereotypical. They're all carrying shillelaghs, <laughs> wearing right. uh, green suits, uh, fake orange uh, strap-on beards. They're all doing singing Luck of the Irish. <laughs> yeah. All wearing rainbows out of the back of their pants, so it looks like it's the end of the rainbow. Yeah, they're all, yes. Uh, <laughs> the most typical is somebody's just whipping them up uh, in a frenzy with a born in the background. They have pots of gold uh, coins uh, that are actually uh, just the chocolate wrapped. Tonight you'll have a screening of Far and Away. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Anything that's Irish. That's, well, that's, that, and then we'll just have the uh, loop scene in the bottom of the boat on Titanic. Exactly. They're all dancing. Exactly. <laughs> yep, that's what you'll be dancing to tonight, your Irish club. Right. Your yep. Irish hip-hop club. It's a, it's a fun day for you. It's a fun day for you. It is. Patrick's day. Even though you've got your big, giant German head, for some reason, you really, really wrap yourself in the Irish holiday. It's great to be able to manipulate people into doing what you want. It really is. So. Welcome to Brewbloods. I'm Mark. I'm joined by the dirtiest of Dustin's. Yes, dirtiest, dirtiest of Dustin's. That but, is uh, me. I appreciate Super how dirty. I appreciate your allowing me into your back uh, garden for once. I mean, you know, the, the gate's falling apart, so you can just push through and come back here anytime you want. Well, that's just the one you're getting there repaired by one of your many manservants. Yeah, that would be nice. I I'm, wish, I'm I, wish getting, I could. I wish I could get them to do that kind of thing. I'm getting quite turned on by your collection of erotic art here yeah. in the back. The, your I figured statues. you would be. Yes, uh, that Pierre Saint Pierre, that uh, famed French artist, he really knows how to uh, craft a craft a wiener, oh, a stone yeah. wiener, and the one that's urinating into the other one. You yeah. know, it's. That's classy when it's a statue. And I appreciate the fact that you have a uh, dedication to Burbles. You have a statue of us butt-chugging into each other. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. And you really, well, like, no I really... garden would be complete without that. I really appreciate you giving me some abs. <laughs> you gave me, like, a 10-pack. I that's, appreciate that's that. That's the way I see you. I, I, super sculpted abs. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> that's the way I look at you. I appreciate that. I'm sure you see the you hear the angels sing when you see me every time. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so today, uh, it is, we're celebrating St. Patrick's Day. I know this is not coming out exactly on St. Patrick's Day, but, uh... It's close enough. We just got so past get over it if Dallas like St. It. Patrick's Day. Right. This past Saturday. Uh, one of the, one of the cooler things I think we do in Dallas, it almost, we almost lost the St. Patrick's Day parade a few years ago. It's one of the few things the city can actually put on. It is. And we almost lost it because the city tried to pull funding a few years ago, and there was ample protest. And, I mean, we have a marathon in the morning. Right. We have a St. Patrick's Day marathon, and then they do this wild, raucous parade after that. And then they have a street party after that. You remember who uh, saved it? Uh, who was it? Cubes. Oh, that was the Cubes. He was fly Cubes. fishing, and then he came in, uh, he was catching bonita fish, and then he came back home and said, we're doing the Greenville party. Are bonita fish, are they big? <laughs> What's this guy's deal? Um, 
But yeah, yeah but I think it's one of the, made a big donation and saved it. I think it's one of the cooler things uh, this city does. I mean, it, uh, it gets it's down on Greenville Avenue. It involves all the local restaurants, and there's a street party after. They fence in uh, Greenville Avenue, and people really uh, they are off the chain, as the kids enjoy saying. If you don't know what Greenville Avenue is, look at a map. That's right. Look at a map it like we'll be on there. It's it's a wild party. I used to go down there all the time in my twenties. Uh, it is definitely <laughs> now in our late thirties. Uh, it feels like a big beating, but I'm still you know, glad they do it. There's still times I, I enjoy doing it. When I used to play with the uh, North Texas Caledonian and Pipe Band here, yeah. One year I managed to get a group of pipers and drummers to actually go down and play. Uh, only succeeded one year, right? And that was when we had a really uh, good drum captain, and sure. he was really into it. And he retired uh, from the police force and moved to Florida. And after that, things just kind of fell apart. Going and, to Florida, and tra- uh, yeah. Travis, our, our bass player, left. And uh, th- I don't know, it, I kind of lost interest out of that. But for one year, I got a group of pipers. It was really fun. We went down to Greenville Avenue. We didn't have to. We managed to get uh, what's the Irish pub down there on Greenville Avenue? Uh, the Dubliner. Dubliner, yeah. Uh, we managed to get them to sponsor us into the parade. And they got us in, and we played for them like played a bunch of songs for them we went to trinity hall we marched up and down the neighborhoods and the m streets and played and got free beer it was a really fun day no underwear right no of course not of course not and uh one of the the one of the pipers uh back when we used to play the parade because we we used to always play the parade but we didn't necessarily go to the neighborhoods but uh, every year the uh one of the pipers uh don would wear a a a plastic strap-on device underneath his kilt. <laughs> right. And he would attach it to with some fishing line. Right. Because inevitably, somebody's going to ask to look under your kilt. Right. And inevitably, sometimes, for, for some weird reason, it was always him that they would go up to. And he's an older cop. Yeah. Uh, you know, tall, lanky, white hair, whatever. Looks really harmless. But they would always come in and ask to look under his kilt. Right. And he would raise it up, and this giant, just giant... Pink phallus. Giant female pleasure device. Well, as he would lift the kilt, would raise up giant into... Giant rigid female ple- yes, pleasure device. Yes, yeah. it would raise up into a, an erected statue-like presence. Mm-hmm. And people would always... like Just catching people's faces was awesome. It was yeah. it was quite hilarious uh, yeah. every year. And of course, there's you know plenty of pictures you out there. You had a bunch on that. Yeah. There was a lot of... Yeah, it was, it was good times. Good I don't times. blame you. A lot of fuzzy memories around those sure. days. Uh, the Green Velvet Parade, but... Uh, <laughs> I figured there was a little alcohol consumption. Oh, just a little bit. It was always fun to go play the... Uh, play, play uh, Trinity Hall after. I, I do miss that part of it, the party atmosphere. Sure, but there's just a lot of stuff about the pipe band I don't miss. But now, don't they? I mean, that's pretty much what St. Patrick's Day is here. That's not the history. But, oh no, God no! But I would say that that's know. pretty much the American holiday. Is, well, uh, yeah, it's a like, lot of alcohol. It, some for some reason in America we've managed to turn just about every holiday into su- <laughs> drinking. Like, did someone have some suffrage? Yeah, let's, let's, let's drink, drink. Some alcohol. So, like, if you rank, if you were to rank the holiday, the drinking holidays, you'd have to go Memorial Day, St. Patrick's Day, day before Thanksgiving, day up there. before Thanksgiving, the day of Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, yeah, but not uh, safe for everyone. Yeah, July Fourth, Christmas. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Cinco de Mayo. Oh yeah. Oktoberfest. Sure. I mean, St. Patrick's Day has got to be up there in the it's top. It's up there in the, it's in the top, I would say it's in the top Mar- five. Mardi Gras, another yeah. one. I would say it's uh, in the top five. Yeah, just for single days, I guess Mardi Gras goes a little longer. It tends to go about a week. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, there's not true. like one day you can target necessarily. Uh, but like around here, we tend to cel- celebrate the pubs and stuff. But it, it's not quite as intense and, and like a point loaded as it is with St. Patrick's Day and right. Cinco de Mayo around here. Sure. But yeah, we, we as Americans love to turn any holiday that had any kind of political reason <laughs> it turned into a drinking day our own bloody independence day from britain is a drinking yeah day now. it's all about booting the ass so we don't just fuck up other oh excuse me why don't we just mess up other people's holidays <laughs> yeah. we also mess up our own with we do well we do. or do we improve it i don't know uh, depends on what you think of alcohol well really july 4th <laughs> would kind of be an ass whip without a beer anyways that's so. true 
<laughs> yeah, you'd just be listening to Proud to be American yeah. over again. Yeah. I mean, Lee Greenwood makes you want to blow your head off so with a Roman candle to your head. So, yeah, I <laughs> definitely, definitely think downing a nice uh, Miller Lite or something uh, <laughs> definitely improves that. Yeah, I would agree. And I don't know. It's it's amazing. Oh, New Year's being another drinking all-in, oh, of course. Of what? course. How- that may be number one. Nah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I guess it is. It is one of the most dangerous nights to be it's on the road. It's at least up there, but yeah. if it's not number one, it's one, number two or three. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's amazing how we turn everything into a drinking yeah, holiday. How do we almost forget that? That's that's one. Of, that's usually one of our yeah, more drunken days. That's so. true. It is. That is when that is the inevitable night when you saw many people at a party saw me <laughs> do the Carlton. That's true. With a bottle of uh, uh, Schmaltz Brewing Jubilation in my mouth. That's the time I got blood eye. Uh, yeah, you got blood eye on uh, New Year's. That's yep. right. Ah, uh, the hounds have been loosed. <laughs> Somebody's in the alley. Uh-oh. So, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know if we have a problem in this country. I, <laughs> some would say. Some would say, maybe some say we we work so much and we <laughs> like to play hard. Kind of like uh, we heard recently on a local radio station, um, we tend to have all our celebrations with alcohol and yeah. all our downtimes with alcohol. Yeah. We, so so yeah. pretty much alcohol comes in no matter what. You basically always find a reason to drink. <laughs> right. Their, their whole point was actually a sports station. They were talking about, well, I'm having a good time. i got to have a drink. Mm-hmm. Well, man, I'm really down dumps. So I really need a drink to compensate. Right. It, I mean, <laughs> Drinking just regulates you one way or the other. It does. It does. Yeah. It does ease things. I mean, true. it really it is a compensatory chemical. and uh, That I is mean, true. We wouldn't drink it otherwise, right? That's a good we're point. Here, yeah. We're here for good What's times. What's the point otherwise? We're here for a good time for the disabled today. So yes, we are celebrating St. Patrick's Day, and as all as we are want to do every year. I think yesterday, uh, last year, we did uh, Killing's Irish Red. We did. This year, we're taking on the Wexford Irish Cream Ale, another uh, Irish staple. Now let's see if this uh, Irish offering is actually a little bit better. Um, we'll see because Killian's got its uh, ass torn out last year. It really did, and it deserved it. It did. It's Irish ass. Yeah, we <laughs> thought about doing Smittix. Uh, I thought about doing Harp. Um, Even considered Guinness. Consider Guinness. We thought about going to Trinity Hall, but uh, ultimately I settled on Wexford's Cream Ale. It's a little more obscure. Mark I, already had it uh, in his possession. We only had to drive. Well, I didn't have to drive anywhere, but he yeah. had to drive two minutes. Yes. And uh, so laziness and convenience <laughs> won out. It did. And besides, <laughs> I, this is the first time I'm getting to see your lovely estate here. <laughs> right. So this is nice. The first time. Yeah. I'm getting to enjoy your manservants. I'm getting a nice back <laughs> rub right now and a uh, lower genital rub, a taint uh, rub. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's going to cost you later, but... I, Man, yeah. I appreciate a full... you got a full-service operation Absolutely, here. yeah. I appreciate that, especially the taint rub. It's nice. Yeah, you know. It's, it's, a, a, it's just a small fee. It's a rare erotic pleasure. I'm glad you're tuned into that scene. It's, it's a small fee, but it's worth it. What's the fee, my ass? <laughs> You'll find out when you try to leave. All right. Well, after this, we shall talk about the Wexford Cream Ale from Green King. by Barbaco Apparel. Barbaco Apparel is a San Antonio-based independent clothing line that caters to Texans and Texans at heart. To find out more about Barbaco Apparel or to buy your favorite taco tea, go to barbacoapparel.com. So I'm surprised here in the States, we obviously get beers in Dallas. I don't know how it is in the rest of the country, but in Dallas we get... That's very generic. We get, we're in a good spot for American craft beer, right? We get it yeah. 
We get it from both coasts. We get we're, it from the east side. We get it from the west side. Uh, we're we get it from the central area. The north side, the south side. Uh, we're, in a, we're in a really sweet spot here in Dallas. We really are. When it comes to the European releases, I don't know how it is for the rest of the country. Yeah. Um, but we don't get a lot of Irish beer. Other than Guinness, Harp, Smittix, and uh, uh, Magner Cider. Yeah, and Those Killian's. Are, and Killian's. Yeah. And then and Wexford's been around for a long time. And sure. there's O'Hara's. Which I think they're out of Ireland. They, yeah, you know, I think they are too. They're actually really good, but you don't see them that often. It seems like I only see them every few months at Total Wine. True, yeah. And I could not find them this time. I would have gone from O'Hara's, but I didn't see that. So I, I don't know why we don't get more Irish beers. I don't know what the Irish craft beer scene is. I've heard it's exploding. Yeah. And we don't get a lot of Scottish uh, beers either. We no, don't we really don't. Them. Uh, what we tend to get are American spins on Irish beers, on red right. ales and such, and stouts. But we don't get true Irish beers. We that get a lot true. more. We get a lot of British beer. We get a lot of German beer. And we, yeah, we get a load of British beer. It's crazy. Yeah, but we don't get a lot of out of those two countries. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of strange. I don't know why. I don't know why that is. I don't know if there's just not they're not set up for proper distribution yet or or whatever. I have no idea. But you know, on top of it, it's good that we went with this one anyway because we have not done a cream ale. We have not. This is our first time. So at least we'll Cream? we'll venture into a new realm. So this is uh, from Green King. They are, I guess, UK's largest pub retailer and brewer. Uh, they're actually <laughs> it's based. They're out of England, <laughs> yeah, but, but they make based, an Irish cream ale. But they make an Irish cream ale, and they're they're actually listed in the Irish section at <clears throat> Total Wine. Like it, they say Ireland on, on there. So right. No, I know. Yeah. So I know it's kind of uh, it's a big conglomerate. The UK yeah. and Ireland are all. You know they're all together there, and but if it if it were Northern Ireland, that'd be one thing. Right, but the fact that it's straight out of England. Sure, I, I mean know. it's like it's like the Pogues. They're you know considered an Irish band, but they're also out of England. So right. who knows? Now, as far as Green King goes, the bigger massive conglomerate, I, I guess I would equate them to like InBev owning a bunch of craft beers or uh, whoever it is that owns uh, Shiner and you know some of those others. Just going with Green King beers. Uh, my only experience that I can recall and I'll go through their list here, is their most reviewed beer that I absolutely hate, and that's the Old Speckled Hen. And that gets a 42 overall and 49 in style. The Green King Strong Suffolk Old Ale is actually their best beer by far. It gets a 94 and an 89 overall. Never seen that beer. Uh, They have the King Abbott Ale, which gets a 41. Uh, The Ruddles County, which gets a 39. Uh, Moreland Hen's Tooth, which I've never heard of, gets a 39. Their IPA only gets an 11 wow. <laughs> and a 4 overall, and their cask IPA gets a 10 and a 3 overall. Oof, that's tough. Um, you know, and then they have the old crafty hen, which I guess is supposed to be a better version of the other hen, and supposedly it is because it gets a 69 and an 81 overall. <sighs> but still, most of their beers outside of that strong Suffolk uh, old uh, – or yeah, the strong Suffolk – uh, pretty pretty bad ratings. Pretty low ranked. Pretty pretty low ranked little beer. Now I always wonder on that kind of thing with a site like Rate Beer, are they doing that because it's a conglomerate and they want to rag on it, or do they all just suck? I can tell you from Speckled Hen, that one sucks. It does suck. Um, but I I don't know about these other ones. I don't know either. I've never had any of them. I have had the Wexford like way back when I first started drinking beer, which was twenty four, twenty five ish. Yeah, that's when I used to drink Harp and twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you used to get Hogarden back, back then, too. Yeah, Hogarden, which I detest now. <laughs> it's one of those things, like, your your taste buds change. Like, I used to hate broccoli. I eat broccoli every week now. Yeah. I used to really enjoy Hogarden. I hate Hogarden now. Yeah. But, yeah, back in my mid-20s is when I started drinking, and I started with Harp and Smittix, and uh, I drank Wexford on occasion when it was available. Man, I probably hadn't had a Harp since my mid-20s, either. Yeah. It's been a long, it's been a long time. time. So, 
yeah, it, it's I haven't had a harp since probably my mid twenties either. So <laughs> right. I still love that beer. Yep. But the uh, beer I've get the rating on this gets a surprisingly high. 77 from the overall crowd, and the bros gave it a 76. I know. I was Surprisingly high. Even the bros gave it kind of a high. Uh, Ray Beer gives it a 29, <laughs> uh, 36 overall. Uh, I guess that's 36 in style. Yeah, uh, it is. With 728 yeah. reviews, and only 728 reviews from Yeah, Ray it's pretty Beer, low. Which is strange. Yeah. And Untapped gives it a surprisingly high 3.37 out of 5. That's pretty high. That's I expected this to be in the twos. The uh, beer description is uh, based on a traditional Irish recipe from County Wexford that dates back to 1810. We use only the best ingredients to ensure that our Wexford ale has a smooth, mellow creaminess we believe you will enjoy. Smooth creaminess. So you you looking forward to this, Mark? Cream? I'm, enjo- I'm, I, I'm I, looking forward to a cream ale. I Just am, too. I, cream ale. Since I haven't had a cream ale probably since uh, the last time I drank Wexford. <laughs> It's not a very predominant style. I've had an occasional cream ale, but it has not been very often, so it's it's been a long time. So I'm look, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to revisiting something from my youth to see if I still enjoy it as much as I did back then. Back when you were Tiny Mark and yeah. had so many aspiring dreams. Tiny, tiny 25-year-old Mark. <laughs> and, and now you know it's all filled. I talk like a spit tape like this. Right. For some reason, my... <laughs> we have audio proof of we that. We do have uh, audio proof of that, which is so strange. Yeah, yeah. Both of and us so, did that. I don't know what it was. Now I feel like we're talking like we're slowed down. I was, I was real high, slow, smooth talking guy. Hey, how's What's it going, going on, guys? My name's Daddy Dustin. Sometimes <laughs> I got a really thick country accent all of a sudden. I wasn't that country. I was country, but not that country. Yeah. There's audio proof, though. Well, maybe yes. we'll play that someday. Uh, probably not. But All right. Well, let's find out about the history. <laughs> find out about the history of Green King Brewing. Green King is based in Bury St. Edmunds, Suffolk, England. It was founded by Benjamin Green in Bury St. Edmunds in 1799. In 1806, Benjamin Green established a new venture with William Buck at the Westgate Brewery. In 1836, Edward Green took over the business, and in 1887, it merged with Frederick William King's brewing business to create Green King. Today, Green King operates 3,100 pubs, restaurants, and hotels. Its retail division is split between its destination pubs, restaurants, and its local pubs. Green King outright owns or has ownership stake in Raymond's Brewery, The Magic Pub Brewery, Hungry Horse, Moreland Brewery, Old English Inns, Morell's, Laurel Pub Company, Ridley's Brewery, Bellhaven Brewery, Hardy's and Hanson's, The Lockfin Fish Restaurant Chain, Cloverleaf, Real Pubs, The Capital Pub Company, and The Spirit Pub Company. Green King has also often been criticized for removing many traditional and historic pub signs as part of rebranding schemes. The British consumer group CAMRA claimed that Green King is in danger of becoming a monopoly by buying out other breweries and thus potentially limiting choice for the pub customer. Green King's biggest beers on the market are Abadale, a premium bitter, Green King IPA, a cask bitter, IPA Export, a strong cask bitter, and Old Speckled Hen, a very popular bitter. Man, your manservants are really hard at work over there. They are. They got to keep the lawn up, man. Keeping the lawn up, grinding the statues, and I, I, I mean both in a erotic, physical way and shaving off the the, you know, <laughs> the harder edges of it. They on, they oddly grind on the statues it's, as they're it's grinding. Really strange, yeah. And as they're creating new statues for you, they're grinding while grinding. I wonder if grinding is still a thing like in dance clubs. <laughs> I never went to a dot club like an official dot club. Even in your single twenties, man. I went to a, I went to the door one, not the door. Uh, what's that goth club that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You went to Blackfin though. Yeah, but that's not Doc Club. I know, that's I, I that's just, like a weird pub turned Doc Club. Yeah. I'm saying a club club, like the Candle Room or something. Yeah, true. I never went to one of those. Yeah, me neither. I wonder if grinding and bumping and grinding is still a thing. Surely that I was never a grinder. But the there's the golf club that... It, Wait, Grinder's a gay app now, right? Uh, well, yeah, I never participated okay. in Grinder either. 
But yeah, there's there's that one goth club that pops up once a year or once a month in Dallas on a Sunday, right? So, but anyway, aside from that, aside from that, aside from uh, grinding at each other, the BJC for cream ale overall impression is it should be a clean, well attenuated, flavorful American lawnmower beer. Easily drinkable and refreshing with more character than typical American lagers. What's a lawnmower beer? I don't even know what that means. Uh, I guess it's, it means a beer that you can drink while you're mowing your lawn. Yeah. Which I think is pretty much true of just about every beer out there. I drink anything while I'm doing that, yeah. Get a little less of the wood carving or whatever the hell is happening over there. <laughs> uh, turn that down just a little bit. Uh, there's a lot of work being done here. <laughs> Dustin employs, uh, you know, about 280 manservants. They can't stop, even for the podcast. Yeah, uh, they can't. They have so much work to do. You, you demand so much of them, and you only pay them potatoes. That's true. I do. So the uh, aroma first impression should be medium low to low malt notes with a sweet corn like aroma. Corn like corn like hop aroma should be medium low to none and can be of any variety. Although floral, spicy, or herbal notes are almost common. Oh, and okay. we, I, I don't know if we said the stats in this beer. It has a 5% ABV and no IBU. All right. Well, there, there you go. There we so go. Approximately no hop notes. Malty, malty, malty. <laughs> it's a malty map. It's 100% malt, man. It's, there's nothing else in there's there. There's no hop there at all. No. And it's um, it's not a very strong malt either. A little no. bit kind of metallic. Yeah. Kind of metallic. Which, coming out of a can, I don't know if that affects that or not, but I'm assuming not. Uh, we should say yeah. that uh, the can... We, we haven't talked about the design of the cans, but... Uh, in a long time. We haven't in a while. We haven't been around cans, it, though. It's kind of cool, out. though. They, they do say in the can that uh, they give you instructions on how to serve this beer. Right. Is that best results, cheer, chill for at least two, three hours, which is sad, about three days in my fridge. Do not freeze. I don't know why anybody would want to freeze a beer. Right. Pour carefully down the side of the glass. Observe a, the creamy head. Who doesn't enjoy a creamy you head? Know. Maybe because it's cream. Maybe they think <laughs> you'd want to freeze yeah. it or something. I and enjoy know. the smooth, mellow taste of Wexford. So it's cool. They give you instructions. And the, the can design, you can see, uh, you can follow on Instagram. And uh, untapped. At we the are mark blue bloods on, on both. No, no, no. Oh, okay. uh, you can see the uh, <laughs> beer we are drinking there. And follow us. Right. Please follow us. But, anyways. It's probably retweeted on At the Mark. Uh, probably. Yeah. Just like everything is. Sure. Uh, appearance should be pale straw to moderate gold color, although usually on the pale side. Low to medium head with medium to high carbonation. Fair head retention, brilliant, sparkling clarity. And I would say that this, this cream meal meets all of those qualities. Man, the head is very well retained. It's definitely. I mean, it's definitely a filtered beer, right? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's it, no doubt about it. It's, yeah, it's super high carbonated, and the head is super thick. Got a ton of carbonation. It's fairly clear. I mean, it's pretty clear. Uh, it's a little, like you said, a little ambery. I mean, the the head really looks like grits. And in some ways, if you look at it, it's it's real thick. It's kind of uh, like a mashed potato-esque quality. It's one of the thickest heads I think I've seen, actually, on yeah. any beer we've drank. I would say it's adequately creamy in appearance yes and if you look at the lacing it's like a blanket it's a pillowy blanket on the side of the glass we're drinking it out of a nice uh guinness shaker glass which is a little bit sizable because these cans are not your standard you know 12 ounces they're a little bit larger so um you need a little bit larger can for that and i'm pretty sure that not many people have a wexford glass at least on this side of <laughs> lip pond I, I would guess nobody <laughs> that is, we know it is kind of like a it's gold it's it's like more of a copper color than it is Pale, it's definitely not pale straw like they're expecting. And honestly, this is a little bit old compared to what I would have expected because this is labeled for 10, 17, 2016. Huh. So that's what they had on the shelf, Total Wine. So. Hey, it is what it is. It must not be too old because they're still selling it or that's they didn't right. pay attention at least. So and finally. Who are we to know? Uh, we don't know anything. Uh, finally, flavor and mouthfeel. Generally light and crisp, although the body can reach medium. Smooth mouthfeel with medium to high attenuation. Uh, they can lend a thirst quenching quality, high carbonation. And low to medium hot bitterness, low to mar- moderate malt, <laughs> low to moderate maltiness and sweetness, varying with gravity and attenuation. 
neither malts nor hops will dominate the palate. So it seems like it's just going to be kind of a average bland beer. Yeah, that's kind of what I would expect too from the ratings. I wouldn't expect it to be uh, anything that blows my hair back or uh, knocks my socks off. Blows your shirt off. What is the bee's knees? Wind or, is really doing a lot. Yeah, blowing your hair all, back, blowing, blowing your skirt stuff up. off and up and doing stuff to you. What the via blowing? I don't know. Origins of that phrase are they all come from Chicago, from the Windy City? <laughs> Probably. Where skirts and hair are being blown off, two pays left and right. It all has to do with the flat iron building in New York. <laughs> Everything <laughs> wind has to do with that. Two two pays flying here and yon. Right. Exactly. Ties, ties were skew. Your merkin flies off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel kind of lame because I left him old joke there, but hey, that's kind of a funny visual though—the skirt flying or your pantaloons flying off, the merkin going with it. Right, exactly. It's just there for a second. It's like a cartoon. It's wisping gently and then yeah, blows it's off, fluttering and then takes off. Suddenly, yeah. you were without your son's fake pubic hair. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's taste this, man. What, right. are, what are your expectations, Mark? Uh, I'm expecting to be disappointed. Honestly, I'm since my palate is very bland, has, I'm expecting just kind of a mild mannered, uh, uh, you know, a Clark Kent of beers. Yes, but not, but with no uh, Superman on the other yeah, side. Yeah, he rips his shirt open. It's just like a white undershirt. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, a plain V neck. <laughs> right. Actually, I'm not gonna say it's Superman. That's not a bad beer. No, it has a little bit more to it than I expected. I Me ex- too. I expected to have no flavor at all, and um, it's got a little something. I'm pleasantly surprised because this has some honey sweetness to it. Yeah, it is. It definitely has some sweetness to it with a cream ale, I would expect. Um, just by the nature of the name, you would expect it to be cream, even if uh, maybe it shouldn't necessarily be based on the BJCP. Yeah. And tasting that, it does have some nice sweet flavoring to it. It's very, very uh, crisp without being biting. It's yeah. very thick. It's a subtle It's a subtle honey flavor, yeah, like it's, you said. It's not... It's not overbearing, but it's there. Like it, like we compare it to the 903 last week, which you said they employed like 20,000 honeycomb right. or some BS like that and dumped it in the vat. Which they did, but this one they didn't. See, I I think this one is stronger than 903's last week. Really? Yeah. I don't think so at all. But I, I, I think it I think it really works here. But I also think it's it may come across as more prominent because this doesn't have near as much going on as that one did. True, true. Not had 50 flavors. This one has one. Yeah. Which I should say, after the podcast... I think I would have retroactively, I would have reduced my score on the 903 to probably a 3.5, 3.75. Yeah. The soapy character of that 903 really got to me last week. If it warms up end. any at all, yeah. it's, it's even worse. But that's yeah. last week. That was last week. But anyways, I think the honey here really works well. And I was not expecting honey right? from what we have heard. And from what I remember, I didn't remember this having I had no this idea character. what to get. I had no idea what to expect. I, and I actually remembered it being more bitter. Yeah. like More like uh, closer to a Guinness. Oh, yeah. It's nothing like a Guinness. But I um, guess it's, I mean that shows what tricks memory will play on you. It's uh, it's maybe it, it's not light. I wouldn't say it's kind of it's th- it's kind of heavy, but it's not. I think it's a little chewy. Yeah, it's not overbearing. You not know? overbearing. It's not. It's not heavy like a Guinness. It's somewhere between yeah. a. Although a, I don't even think Guinness is that heavy. Well, but if you, you want to say, like you said, if you want to just throw out a popular beer that a lot of people call chewy and heavy. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I would say this is lighter than that, but it's heavier than like a harp. You know, uh, yes, I think it's uh, it's decently heavy without being too heavy. It's between it's between a harp and a Guinness. Yeah, and I wouldn't say there's uh, it has no IBU, so there shouldn't be any hot flavors. But there's there's like a small bitter back end to it, but it's not it's not bad. Like it actually, I think it works really well with the honey front end to it. Yeah, it's subtle, it's just a little bit there. Um, it's got to be the hops that are involved in any beer, um, but. There's a lot of subtle flavors going on in here that kind of blend together to make a, a very pleasant overall taste to it. 
Yeah, I'm really pleasantly surprised by this beer. Uh, what I'm not enjoying, there, there's definitely, and I think this may be a characteristic, because I, I find the same thing in Semitics, I find the same thing in Guinness, I find the same thing in Killian's, is I don't know if it's the water that they're using. It's just the Irish something. messing with you? Uh, maybe, but there's, in all those beers, to me, is a metallic quality. And there's, like, metallic shavings are in the beer. Now, it's not overpowering, yeah. but there's definitely a metallic quality to this beer that I find the same throughout all those Irish beers. And I wonder if that has anything to do with them. Uh, well, I guess all of those don't sit in the same thing, but has anything to do with these sitting in cans for months? Could be. <clears throat> I don't know. Could but be, but, I, but like I said, I find this the same in all these Irish beers. Yeah, and some of those are bottled. Is so. a metallic quality. Yeah. And, of course, their water comes from England. Right. Obviously, Guinness's comes from Ireland, I guess, depending where their manufacturing facility is. True. But Depending on how they're altering the water chemistry to match the original recipe, if they are in this case, right? I, it's an interesting quality that I don't. Do you taste the, the metallic notes? <clears throat> there, there's a slight edge. Yeah, there's a slight. Metallic it's not overpowering, edge. but it's no. It's like, I, I agree. Yeah, it's like kind of like uh, sucking on a penny or something, like a car. You know, right. That kind of quality. Uh, yeah, I, I don't disagree. Which with I that. do. Anytime I have a spare change, I enjoy just filling well, my you mouth. You chew on tinfoil constantly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, any, I mean, anytime, any, anytime any I have a spare change, I, I stuff it in my cheeks like a squirrel. Any metal you can just get just your like, get your face on. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you'd feel like a little metallic today since you did dress in all green and spray paint your face green and spray paint your tongue green. And it's true. You know, maybe maybe that's affecting the taste too. It might it might yes? It might be the Irish paint. And that the fact you put that on your I'm tongue. constantly uh, in constant uh, foil as well. Yeah, well, that that's a side note. But now today it's green painted foil. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, just for the holiday. Foil is like my uh, my chaw. <laughs> that's your baseline. Yeah, then it's my chewable to tobacco. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Who doesn't enjoy some nice foil as a as a yeah as a nice snack between meals? Now I will say I really feel like uh, Beer Advocate probably hit this closer to home. I, I feel like I feel like Great Beer is a little harsh on it. I agree. I mean, they uh, twenty nine. That's that's reserved for. Pretty crappy stuff that's not very drinkable that you would definitely never drink again. And I don't think this fits in that category. I find this a very pleasant beer. Beer Advocate has 77. Untapped has 3.37. I think those are more in line. Those yeah. are more in line. The 29 is kind of out of out of order here. I agree. Yeah. You are out of order, beer. Yes. You are fake news. You're fired. You're fired. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> Ratings. So sad. Ratings. So, for me... Uh, this beer was quite a surprise. I had very low expectations. Anytime a beer comes out from a mass-marketed place, I know that sounds like a craft beer hipster thing to say, but my automatic is they've taken it, they've dumbed it down, they made it kind of generic, and it's going to be kind of spare. So I expected it to be, you know, okay to bad. That's kind of what I expected. Like maybe I was going to be happy if I was like, that's all right. Yeah. But this is actually kind of tasty. It has a... Like you said, a little bit of honey flavor to it. It has a little bit of a little bit of bitter to it, but not in a bad way. It's just it's a subtle yeah. it's a subtle balance to the honey. And while nothing is really kicking you in the teeth on it, I think that's actually good. By the like, way, your private jet is landing right now yeah. in your airfield. <laughs> we'll meet that at the air the airstrip uh, in a moment. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I think it's a really well balanced beer. Um, just a weird, random visual side note. This thing has retained a head better than anything I think I've ever seen. Man, not, we haven't had a beer like this, in, like visually like this in a long time. It's I, halfway drank down, and it's still carbonated, and mm-hmm. it's still got a head on it. It's crazy. I think it's really it's a very visually appealing beer. It is. Um, so this one I rate as definitely a special or a pleasant surprise, and um, it's a nice little average ABV. It gives you a lot, though. It gives you a tall can. You could drink a couple of these and. While it's a little bit heavy, you could probably have a couple of these and be yeah. still be okay. Um, 
In fact, you might be better because they're kind of heavy. You drink a couple, you'd be done. Yeah. Um, so I will say uh, I'm actually going to give this a surprisingly high rating of 3.75 out of 5. So my nickname for this beer, trademark. trademark Surprising same. Trademark at, at the mark. Uh, honey Nut Cheerios, because that's what this beer reminds me of. Yeah. Is dry Honey Nut Cheerios before the milk, milk hits it. Not a big fan of the metallic notes, but that's fine. It seems to be a characteristic, like I said, for me at least, of Irish beers. I don't get that as much as you do, for sure. Yeah, well, it's th- those weird you know, differences in tongues. We should probably make out later and see if we can transfer yeah. some of these tongue DNA. Uh, that's what we do anyways. So. Yeah. I told you in every show is making out heavily. <laughs> really sloppy kissing, too. Yeah, exactly. None, none of this like uh You drink a beer, then just yeah. start making out. Oh, yeah. We, we fill each other's mouths. We fill mouths with beer and then just start making That's out. That's why it's not swallowing. a video podcast. Yeah. By me, it should be. I <laughs> guarantee so. we could We're probably. a very special sect. I, I bet we would be a big hit in Japan because, you know, the <laughs> Japanese are into some weird sex stuff. <laughs> I don't know, sir. I'm backing away from that statement. They, they are. It's true. That sounds like. Just look up hentai and bukkake and well, yeah. you'll find Fair out. Fair enough. They like to watch people eat on the, it's weird, it's weird. But, but this isn't about Japan. But maybe we, maybe we find a new line of work. But maybe we'll do Japanese beer, then we can, Japanese making we can out dive beer. into that. Super fun Japanese making out beer. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it does remind me of dry Honey Nut Cheerios, something you throw at your kid when he, you know, he's hungry and screaming at you uh, in church or something like that. Sure. It's, I was, like I said, I was really surprised by this beer. I expected to be not only underwhelmed, but hate this beer. Yeah. You know, allowing that my tastes have evolved in the last 10 years. Uh, my brain has devolved, but my tastes have evolved. Mm-hmm. So pleasantly surprised, for sure. Uh, I think it's a good beer. It's definitely one of the more visually appealing beers we've seen in a long time. Uh, retains its head. It has the thickest and most white head. Definitely a creamy head. Oh, yeah. And it is a, it's got a creamy mouthfeel to it. So I, too, I'm not, not a fan of the metallic flavors, but I, too, am going to give this beer a 3.75 out of 5. Wow. Shillelaghs. Which gives us a final score of 3.75 shillelaghs out of 5 shillelaghs. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do with those extra shillelagh pieces. Uh, I don't, who knows? Throw them away. Make, you can make extra shillelaghs. It's, like it's like the instruction card. You just throw it out. You can eventually, you quit, between our .75, you could make uh, another shillelagh. So. You could. And still have a .25 shillelagh left over. Or just trash it. Or just trash it. Throw, yeah. throw that extra shillelagh piece to somebody yeah. else. Throw it to, throw it to a homeless. Here's the shillelagh. The Austin Street Shelter is in need of shillelagh pieces. <laughs> That's the primary need is shillelagh bits. <laughs> right. Austin Street. Austin Street Shelter. Austin Street Shelter. Yeah. It's, hard, it's hard to say. It is. Yeah. A, couple of, a couple of pops, as it were. Especially when you drank the poured beer all up your nose right there. That's right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. If you enjoy our voices, you want to listen to us on another show, we do have another show called The Break Room. You can find it at breakroom.tv. All the links to listen to that show are there. Way different. Uh, we are the only in primary break room on the internet. Uh, the only one that matters, yes. Yeah, the only one that matters, absolutely. Trust no other break rooms. If you would do us a favor, leave us a review on iTunes. It would help us out quite a bit. helps other people find the show. And, above all, if you have friends, if you have people that you're in contact with, if you know people that enjoy podcasts, if they enjoy hearing things, if they enjoy beer... If they have the Apple Podcast app on their phone, or and you could just sign them up and subscribe, they don't even have to know what's happening. That's true. Or if you have an Android pal, or maybe the rare Windows friend pal. <laughs> true. True. We are yeah. on all platforms. Uh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not saying exclusive. I don't know why you're so anti-Windows. Or I'm not. I'm not. I'm definitely not. But uh, yeah, to, uh, get your friends to shine. I'm looking at my Windows laptop right now. I'm not anti-Windows. If uh, is there, there's anybody out there who wants to do a beer trade or send us some beer, we would appreciate that. You can just email us at birdbloodshow at gmail.com. Or if you have any feedback, you can email there as well. You can call us 469-573-BEER. That's 469-573-2337. 
Check us out on social networks, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and the occasional snappy chat. Occasional. Occasional. So for Dustin, I am Mark. For Mark, I'm Dustin. Probst. Irish Jeff Probst. The best kind of Jeff Probst. Best job in television. Fridays at 3.30, Fridays at 3.30, drink a beer with Mark and Dirty, drink a beer with Mark and Dirty, Fridays at 4.15. Not near as good. Doesn't, doesn't have quite the same room. You have to have the 30 in there. Now, I don't know what it is about these two, but they sure do like to drink. Fridays at 4.15. Exactly. All right. All right. <laughs> Episode 90, Tia. Is this 92? It is. Wow. Well, I guess we need to think about our... Uh, 100? Yeah, we need to figure out what beer we're going to do there. Yeah, we should. <clears throat> should be some marquee. Yeah, that or we take a trip somewhere. Yeah, true. Have a nice romant- a romantic beer vacation. <laughs> beer-cation. <laughs> beer-cation, yeah. We'll sleep in a twin-size bed together. <laughs> That's the only way to do it. We'll sleep uh, planes, trains, and automobile style. That's right. You can be the Steve Martin. At a Motel 4. Yeah. We'll drive a burned-out car the entire way. Use your ass as pillows. That's right. Well, you lose it for more than that. (laughs) Yeah. Could have a uh, two-person butt chug party. (laughs) Right. One funnel, two two tubes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Could we have a a two-segment human beer centipede? (laughs) Right. Uh, okay. Right. In three, two, one. <laughs>